downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app.
A me è venuta meglio. Sì, anche a me.
Welcome to the July 21st edition of Look At My Records. Started off the program with four great songs. I kicked it off with Mount Pichu by my friends Hey Anna. It's a song off of their 2015 album Run Coco. And they played their last show last night. Congrats on a great seven-year career, Hey Anna. Looking forward to seeing what you guys do in the future. After that, we heard Rocket to the Kremlin by Jane Church. Great new band that also played it elsewhere last night. Newest addition to the Greenway Records family. So welcome to that family. They're putting out a new single this Friday and they have a show at Our Wicked Lady Rooftop. After that, BBC, who played their first ever show in New York City. They're from Italy. They're in town. They're super psychedelic. I had a good time seeing them last night. So I wanted to play a song of theirs for you. I shouted too. And then we wrapped that one up with a song by Another Sunny Day. Sarah Records Band. The center of my little world to kind of keep you in the sunny sunshine moon before, mood before the rain comes later today. But now I'm here with Rachel Angel. Is that how I is that how I say your last name? Yes. Okay, good. So it is how I thought it was said. Yes. That's it's, great. It's not angle. Yeah. That would that would be spelled differently. Yeah. So so how are you doing today? I'm pretty good. Yeah. Started the day late. I maybe have been up for two hours. Nice. That's good. You so need it you just need, started. You need to sleep to be on the radio. It's Saturday. It's like essential. It's, yeah. not, it's Saturday's the day to sleep in. Yeah. But how's your summer going? You put out an EP in May. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Are you happy with how it came out? I am happy with how it came out. I worked really hard on it. Um, I worked a lot on it. So when it came out, it was, I kind of didn't even believe it. Yeah. So how long were you working on those songs? Because there was a bit of a gap between your two releases 2014's Revelations. I wrote the songs in 2000 and 
2016, maybe the end of 2015. And then I had to find a band because I had just moved to New York. I didn't know many very, you know, very many musicians. And so I had to find a band to play them. I know I wanted to record them. So that took a little time. And then when I found the band, we worked on the songs, we went to record it. And then it was sort of in the mixing phase for like two years because just because of a lot of things, Uh, you know, working in New York and, you know, trying to make money and raise money and find the right people to work on it. Um, And I'm really happy with how it came out. So you moved to New York from uh, Oakland, California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how was that transition? Did it influence your songwriting at all or your kind of progression of your sound? Because I'd say Revelation sounds much different from Not Enough, what you just released. I actually recorded Revelations in Red Hook, Brooklyn. Oh, interesting. My sister was living here and she put together a band of her friends and was like, fly down. We're going to do like two days rehearsal, two days in the studio and bang out a thing. And so I recorded that in New York. Um, and that was when I was in college. So yeah, it was, I, I hadn't, I think it all became more clear to me when I moved to New York, like this is what I'm doing. This is the kind of music that I'm doing. And that's what not enough was. And how'd those songs come together? They seem to be really personal songs. The lyrical content seems to be about some real experiences you've had. Do you want to talk about those at all or? Yeah, those were, uh, (laughs) oh man. Um, well, yeah, I, I, I moved from Oakland to New York and I, I had just broken up with somebody in Oakland and kind of moving was a way to like get away from the situation too. Um, And I moved here and it was like the classic New York experience. Like my landlords were like horrible. (laughs) Like I was so heartbroken. I couldn't find a job. Like I was just down and out. And that's kind of what the songs are. And they came from sort of, you know, like you have to travel and walk everywhere in New York. So it was like the experience of just like kind of being down and walking around the city. Interesting. What about the sound specifically? Because as I mentioned earlier, I think it's a definitely very different sounding EP than your first EP, Revelations. It kind of has a more folky, country influenced vibe. I think that it was also, it's kind of lo-fi. I recorded it with a weird mic and I, I, um, my friend James Quinlan uh, worked on it with me. He was playing bass in the band and he co-produced it. And we like set out, it was kind of a rebellion to Revelations. It was like, I don't want to produce sound. I had more of my hands in it rather than other people sort of like doing what they want. And I was like here and like I was producing it with my friend. And we were like, we want it to sound like these old country records and be kind of lo-fi and not be, I just, I had like an aversion to things that were too produced. I wanted it to be like raw. What what spurred that? Like what? inspired you to approach recording in that way? Were you kind of just sick of... I think it was the aversion to my first overproduced record. And also just the kind of music that I was listening to. I was like really loving this Jeff Cowell album. Um, And there's this song, uh, Liquid Strikes and Lucky Gold. And it had this just old time vintage sound. I, I fell in love with like country music because of that sound. So I just... 
it was like, this is launching myself. This is how I want to come out into the world. And it was with that in mind, it was like a rebellion to the, to the earlier stuff. <laughs> That's great. And it really is a great sounding record. I love how it is, has that really heartland feel, but it's also a New York record. Well, yeah. And it's also like I was working with, you know, New York people who didn't necessarily listen to that kind of music. And so that was kind of part of the journey too, of why it took so long. Like I wanted something and I knew what I wanted. And in a lot of ways I compromised in the end too. Um, I'm sure like anyone who's a musician who's listening can relate to that. And where'd you record it? Did you record it in a studio? I recorded it at the Converse rubber track studio. It was a free studio day. Um, I like applied for this, they give you like a free studio day and then you like get access to the practice spaces and it was like nothing, you know, they just, so that's why it was three songs. Cause we only had one day to record three songs and we recorded everything there. And then we were like one of the last people to be recorded there. And then they tore it down and turned it into a Williamsburg condos. Lame. So it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> but So what's that experience like? I know a lot of bands that are on a budget recording have to, and maybe even in the older like punk aesthetic of bands, I know bands like the Minutemen would rehearse really hard before recording so they could do it in like one or two takes and save money, stuff like that. How's that feel leading up to that? And then when you hear the finished product, what do you think? It sounds really raw and real to me. Yeah, um, I get really anxious before I go into the studio, but I think it's like part of it is learning how to not be anxious and just let whatever, just to go with the flow. There's something really like cool about urgency and like being like, we got this to do it, let's do it and just doing it. And I'm actually going in to record in like two weeks and I'm playing with this band that I'm recording with in two weeks for the first time, three days before we're recording awesome four days before so, so it's going to be kind of that similar experience you're recording new solo material for yourself yeah how many songs are you going to be recording? uh three to five i haven't decided yet so when can people expect that another ep uh yeah probably by fall or winter oh that's exciting yeah i'm gonna do this one a lot faster i'm excited that's the um the goal behind it and similar that- sounding songs people can expect yeah in the same vein. In the same vein. But it might not sound the same as the first one. Yeah. We'll see. I. It's going to be a learning experience and just experimenting. Well, I'm very excited to hear that. Do you have any other plans for the rest of the year as far as shows? Well, I am playing at the Glove in August. It's either on August 21st or August 22nd with uh, Little Mystery and Liz Hogue and... Um, I forgot there's one other band Um, and going to Virginia in September to do like a dual gig at this big brewery. Um, Besides that, just really focusing my energy on this new EP that I'm going to record. And then once that's recorded, there's going to be a lot of plans. Very exciting. Yeah. It sounds like you're going to have an eventful rest. And then after that, I have I'm writing like 10 other songs. So there's just. There will be things just coming out. (laughs) Exciting. I can't wait. And 
let's play some of your songs. Uh, what songs would you like to play live? Oh, um, like one or two songs or how does it work? You want to do two songs? Sure. Okay. You want to do Stick in the Mud and Not Enough? Sure. Okay. You want to hear them from the, the new EP? Oh, you Our, got songs from the new EP? I could play one of those. Oh, that would be amazing. Okay. So, so I'll that, play Not what? Enough in one of those. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So let's start with In Low, the recording. Great. And then we'll come back and you'll play some live yeah. songs for us. Can't wait. Here we go. This is uh, Stick in the Mud. Or In Low. In Low. Excuse <laughs> me. In Low. Can't you see that I'm loved on my way back home and all the miles?
All right, here we go. Rachel Angel is here to play two live tracks. Take it away, my friend. Thank you. was awesome wow so you're gonna play us a brand new song now yep we are all very very excited Yeah. 
much that was beautiful so we're gonna give everyone every single song on the ep we're gonna play stick in the mud and if you like it pick it up on Bandcamp. stick in the butt (laughs) that's what my band says every time i say let's play that song Uh, it's a great inappropriate joke i love inappropriate jokes you came (laughs) to the right place for inappropriate jokes but here we go rachel angel stick in the mud
Woo, another great Rachel Angel song, Stick in the Mud, again on her new EP, Not Enough. But now we're transitioning to the second portion of the program where you picked some great records and we're going to listen to songs from those records. Woo. Woo. My <laughs> records are great. Yeah. You have good taste My in music. My collections. You have good taste in music. Thank you. You have good records. Thanks. And you started out with Silver Jews. Silver Jews, Starlight Walker. Great album. Great song. Yes. David Berman is one of my favorite songwriters. I think besides Bob Dylan, he's like up there with Bob Dylan, like the in terms of lyrics. And it's interesting. His collaboration with Stephen Malkmus on this project is just another one of my favorites. Legendary. And I feel sometimes unfairly overlooked when compared to Pavement. Definitely. How do you feel about that? I, I agree 100 percent. Uh, I, I maybe like them equally as bands. And you were saying that... I mean, Stephen Malcolmus is also a great lyricist. Oh, too, yeah, definitely. In his own right. But Silver Jews has the country thing and also the Jew thing. Yeah. So I can relate to both of those things. You can relate to the entire band name. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, so, um, so you picked Trains Across the Sea? Yes. That song gives me such good visions when I listen to it. I feel like I can do anything when I put it on. You can see clearly? Yes. All right. Awesome. First pick. After that, Bob Dylan. It takes a lot to laugh. It takes a train to... Cry. Cry. Off of I don't know why it's named that. Yeah. But um, that is one of the... that The way he sings in that song is unmatched. No one sings like that. Yeah. It's so much like, there's so much gut in it. Yeah. Bob Dylan means a lot to a lot of people. I'm sure he means a lot to you. He means a lot to me, too. He as, means as a, the world to me, even though he's an asshole. Really? <laughs> yeah. I yeah, don't know. Bob his Dylan. his antics, you know. Yeah. The Bob Dylan antics. He's got a lot of antics going but on. you know what? I'll forgive him always. Yeah. You're forgiven, Bob Dylan. <laughs> So that's off of Highway 61 my Revisited. Favorite my favorite too. It's yeah. my favorite Bob Dylan album. Just really best. fun cover to cover. I think I used to think Blonde on Blonde was my favorite, but then through the years this one just stuck. Like it's always the one I go back to. Like Queen Jane, and I think it's because of the way the songs are sung. There's like an urgency to it and the way that he holds the notes out that just like I've never heard anywhere. Is Ballad Ballad of a Thin Man's on that too? Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that really one's great. That, that song. one's great, and it, the, the back cover is amazing. It's a good. It's just this rambly, nonsensical thing. Good front cover and back cover. Yeah. And after that, we have Juan Waters. She might get shot. Yes, another. I love that album. Uh, Juan Waters was the first show that I saw in New York. Totally randomly, my friend had a Tinder date that night at the cake shop and she said come with me to this show it's this guy named Juan Waters and I was like Juan Waters that's kind of a weird name and then I went there and I met the whole band and they were very nice and I fucking loved the music and that was like one of the things that I really got into when I moved to New York yeah and I'm sure seeing him in an intimate setting like cake shop must have been a great experience I miss that venue a lot yeah me too. Great choice. After that, we have Chastity Belt, Why Try, off of, 
what's the name of it? I used to spend so much. No, time that's time to the, go home. Time to go home. Yeah. Uh, Great Seattle band. Love, love the name of that band and yeah. love the lead singer's voice as well. Yeah, they're really keeping like great guitar rock alive, I got to say. Yeah, and uh, like the band, their band pictures are the best band pictures I've ever seen in my life. They're very silly. They're so good. Yeah. I think I, before I even heard the band, I saw a picture and I was like, who are these people? I love them. The I the one that really sticks out to me is the one with like the stake over the lead singer's oh, private like the, the area. Chastity belt. With the chastity belt, but it's like a Quite stake literally. over it. Yeah. yeah. I have not seen that. <laughs> the one I'm referring to, it's like a Sears cover. Yeah, a Sears cover. It it's I don't know, it's the best. I love that picture. <laughs> it's a good one. And they definitely take fun pictures. So definitely. Not only are they a great band, they have great aesthetics. And this song, Why pictures. Try. Yeah. It doesn't have that many words. It's just it's like, like, Why uh, do I try? I don't know. It's I it, relate to that sentiment. Yeah, people re- resonate. That resonates with people, definitely. Yeah, it's a good rocker. Okay, and last, Sharon Van Etten, Serpents. It's a single. I couldn't leave it. I love that whole album, um, but I, I couldn't leave Sharon Van Etten off of it. She has the voice of an angel. She does. All right, so here we go. Rachel's Picks, Silver Jews, Bob Dylan, Juan Waters, Chastity Belt. And Sharon Van Etten.
27 years I've drunk 50,000 beers And they just wash against me Like the sea into a pier
if you told her she wouldn't get hurt Afraid of air She might get shot She read books because they told her that's what should be read Now watch her Glasses fit fine I need now to know if you Deserve my blessing I'm now addressing Who you Tomorrow, what she did today Scary way of spending time Try your hardest now to be Instead of thinking That creates shrinking by thanks to leather thanks to fur thanks today say to her for standing by her tasteful taste of wearing what she wears what a beauty now I see her We're in leather, we're in fur
great picks. Unfortunately, we had to cut the last one because we're running short on time. And I just wanted to wrap things up nice and neatly. Say goodbye. Talk about where everyone can get that great EP. Bandcamp. Yeah, Bandcamp. Uh, RachelAngel.Bandcamp.com. Uh, you can buy it there or you can buy it um, from Human Noise, which is the label that I released it through. Um, and there's there's another release on there from Wishbone, too. So, yeah, go check out the Human Noise Bandcamp, too. And you're on Facebook as well. People can like you there. Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, Rachel Revelations. And uh, I'm around. You're you're all over the place. It's great. And you have some shows coming up soon. Any oh, and gigs? obviously, you know, Spotify. Oh, Spotify, stream it. Stream but that. buy it but, instead. But buy it because I am broke and um, many artists are broke and oftentimes it feels like we're just like singing into a void. So support I, us. I agree. <laughs> I try to, if you're out there, Bandcamp is definitely a great platform to buy definitely. artists' music. And I'm a proud owner of that new EP. No regrets whatsoever. Thank you so much. So there you go. Yeah. But so you have some gigs coming up? Yeah, at the Glove. Uh, I believe it's August 21st. It might be August 22nd. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm bad with dates, but I think it's August 21st. It's all good. When I post the archive of this episode, I'll give everyone exactly great, the exact great. date. Yeah. Um, and that should be a really good show. Um, and Little Mystery, who's playing with me, is amazing. Have you played at the Glove before? I haven't. It's a great space. I love it. No, I've been there tons of times, but I've never played there. S- small plug for the Glove. I know they had a GoFundMe up mm-hmm. to help them. Yeah. Unfortunately, the Gateway closed recently. Oh, really? Lots of venues are closing recently. We know Silent Barn closed recently, unfortunately. Help out the Glove if you can. We yes, want to continue sure. to support DIY Especially spaces the gloves. here. I've seen some of the best shows I've ever seen in New York there. So it's the best. Yeah. And so you were touring with Fruit and Flowers though before we wrap up. Yeah. I went on. Yeah. I went on UK, filled in on some guitar and did some harmonies. It was a really great experience and fun to step back into like my roots as a, you know, rock and roller. Rock and roller back in Oakland, San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, was really into noise rock for a while and surf rock and it's been really fun um playing with them and you know they write their own songs too and they all sing so it's been like a really great um learning experience for me and just experience in general did you have been a fa- really fun did you have a favorite stop on that tour by any chance um actually yeah our favorite stop was stoke um which everyone told us that we would hate and not to go to they were like, don't go to Stoke. It's the armpit of the of of England and everything. And then when we went there, everyone was so cool. We played with an awesome band, Lilac Noise, this band of like fashionable, awesome and cool women who were so nice to us and put us up in this really comfortable, amazing house. And we partied with them and they just the Stoke locals showed us a really good time and it was a great show. Awesome. Well, Rachel. Thank you so much for being on. Your live performance was incredible. Thank you again. Thank you so much. And everyone stay tuned. We have Dunn Sun coming up next. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. You've been listening to Look at My Records on Radio Free Brooklyn. See you later.